12 years, you didn't even know you had a son. But then one day, I ran away from military school to look for you. And I'll never forget the words you said when your eyes met mine. You're my what? Mr. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you. Hi. I'm your son. To join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Will you, Edward, take this woman as your lawful and wedded wife? I will. And will you, Kate, take this man as your lawful and wedded husband? I will. With this ring, I thee wed. I now pronounce you husband and wife. everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast, and season four, episode 21, entitled The Way We Weren't, which aired on March 2nd, 1986. In this episode, with Kate and Rick both out of the house, Edward is left alone with his ex-wife. Oh, for heaven's sake, why is she back? I'm sorry, but... (laughs) I mean, I can only take so much, Evelyn. This episode has a 6.1 out of 10, based on 15 ratings. We have Christine Belford returning as Evelyn Stratton, Rick's biological mother. We have someone named Phil Hersher, played by Peter Leeds. Is he related to Howard Leeds? (laughs) We have a cabbie. Played by Greg Berg. This episode was directed by Jack Shea. Writers David W. Duclan, the creator, Ron Levitt, Michael G. Moy. Written by Marshall Goldberg, Ben Starr, Martin Cohen, and Howard Leeds. Maybe he's written uh, related to Peter Leeds. I don't know. So let's get into the way we weren't. Now, whenever Evelyn comes to town, it's always kind of dicey. She isn't exactly the friendliest person. She's not exactly, you know, she and Edward always seem to clash, you know, water, oil, or whatever. And the same thing with Kate. But Kate's not going to be in the end. I guess Rick isn't going to be really too much either. So I think it's probably going to be another custody situation because it seems like whenever they get to get so I'm going to bring Rick with me to London because she's living in England. So it's like, come on. We've done this already a bunch of times. It's so old and tiresome. Let's just, yeah. To mention Rick's like 15 years old. He needs to be focusing on stool, not jetting off to London for an entire summer. So, all right, let's jump into the way we weren't. Weren't. All right, so we come out of the intro and Rick is actually in a, uh... Recording studio for, I'm guessing it's a type of radio station. And he's just got that golden voice. The 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 guy who's running the place just says, hey, that's beautiful. So let's hear Rick's golden voice. Now a blast from the past, a golden old, you chipped down memory lane, finding nostalgia freaks, Purple Rain by Prince. Good job, kid. Now uh, try the FM. This is Rick Stratton on WYDC 98.6 on your FM dial in the paradise we like to call Shallow Springs. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Well, you think I have a chance? Why not? You know your music and you don't talk through your nose. Can I ask you something? If I did get the job, when would I start? Uh, Two weeks. It'll take me that long to ease out my brother-in-law. That's perfect. I'll be just coming back from a ski trip with my mom. She's flying in all the way from England. I made all the arrangements. That's fascinating, kid. <laughs> well, uh, I'll see you in two weeks, I hope. Thanks a lot, Mr. Hersher. Uh, Phil, just call me Phil. And don't thank me yet. Somebody better might come along. <laughs> well, the guy's really impressed. And we're just like, hey, how'd I do? 
And the guy tells him, well, you know what? You know your music, and you don't talk through your nose. So I think, yeah, you have a shot. And Rook's like, how soon can I start? And the guy's like, well, about two weeks. It'll take, <laughs> it'll take him that long to get rid of his, what do you say, his brother, his brother-in-law? And Rick's like, that's great because he's going on it. Did he ski it? See, like a ski trip with his mom? Like she's coming in to, from England to spend time with him? Yeah, he did say brother-in-law. Gotcha. I can't tell what he's saying. It sounds like he's saying skeet trip. Uh, maybe he's saying ski trip? I don't know. Nothing on Rick Schroeder. You know, I'm not trying to make fun of the fact that, you know, he's got a bit of a lisp still, but... Sometimes it's just, some of the wording, it's a little muddled. Okay, so this guy's name is Phil. And he's like, oh, don't thank me yet because someone better might come along. Ooh, okay. Okay. So back at the house, Kate's coming down the stairs with her briefcase. I guess she's going to be going away. She's got like, uh, what'd she say? A bunch of uh, contract files, brochures, I'm guessing. Probably for one of the toys that they're going to put out there on the market. She has to run upstairs because she uh, forgot her luggage. And luckily she did call a cab so Edward doesn't have to for her. Rick comes in. He's got a big gray box with something in it. Maybe it's a ski suit if he's going skiing. I'm just going to assume he's going skiing. And Rick's excited about this new gig as a DJ on a radio station. It's just a local station. Mainly, it's just one that kids listen to. I mean, it's not like Radio Disney or anything, but it's just a station for kids, teens, who like music in the 80s. Okay, so it is a ski lodge. Edward confirms it, because he says the ski lodge called just to confirm the reservations, all that good stuff. So, of course, Kate is nervous. This is a big deal for Eddie Toys. And Edward's like, honey, you're going to be fine. And Rick, of course, isn't really much help when he's like, oh, yeah, especially since this deal will make us or break us. It's like, Come on, Rick. She doesn't need to hear that. She's nervous enough. I'm going to play this clip. Got everything? Oh, I think so. Right, let's see. I've got the, uh, the brochures, the contracts, the files. Call the cab? Yes, I called the cab. You're all set. Where's your luggage? Oh, I knew there was something. <laughs> hey, Dad, I think I got the job. Wow, that's pretty good, considering you don't have any experience. Well, Dad, it's only a local station, and the listeners are mostly kids. Well, yeah, but nevertheless... And I told them I work for nothing. <laughs> a lot of work that way. Oh, by the way, the ski lodge called, they have that sweet you want. Great, that's the last thing on my list. Man, don't you love days when everything goes right? Well, that certainly isn't one of mine. I'm a nervous wreck. Oh, come on, honey. You know this deal backwards and forwards. But it's the biggest thing I've ever done for any toys. And the most important, too. Dad says this can make us or break us. I got it. The doorbell rings, and of course it's Evelyn. And, you know, she calls him Richard. No one else calls him Richard but her. Is this the same cab driver from the uh, that other episode? Poor Evelyn. I wonder. It's not. It's not the same guy. But he's bringing in her luggage. I'm sure that's going to require a tip. She is. Evelyn's wearing sh- something like carnation pink coat, and it's got like. Two long fur tassels that are hanging down by her past her midsection. I'm like, what? But we know Evelyn. She's the fancy type. She lives in England. All about the fancy. All about the spending of the money. Rick, of course, like, Mom, you weren't supposed to arrive till tomorrow. She's like, oh, I couldn't wait to see you. And Rick brings Evelyn in. It's like, look who came to see us. <laughs> and she puts her hand, extends her hand out for Edward. And of course, oh, you know it's going to be really frosty, icy between Evelyn and Kate. They do not like each other. Evelyn calls Kate Katie. And of course, Kate corrects her. Like, it's Kate. So Kate, of course, she's got to go to her meeting. So And she's like, oh, I'm sorry we won't be able to spend time together. And of course... Oh, so Rick gives his mom a ski jacket, and of course Evelyn's got to make a joke like, "Oh, it looks kind of uh, 
crumpled or whatever. <laughs> Are you sure Kate didn't try it on first? And you just see Kate's reaction like, Ugh, I can't stand this woman. Sure, Kate's even thinking, what in the world possessed Edward to <laughs> marry this lady? Because I really want to know the answer to that question. So I'm going to play that clip. Hello, Richard. <coughs> oh. Here you go. Uh, by the way, in this country, red means stop. <laughs> Mom, you're not supposed to be here till tomorrow. Well, I couldn't wait to see you. I can take a cab to my hotel later. Dad, Kate, look who's here. <laughs> Edward. Evelyn. Katie. That's Kate. Well, you'll have to excuse me. I've got to get my things together. Going somewhere? Yes, I have to go out of town. What a shame we won't be able to spend some time together. Yes, I was so looking forward to it. <laughs> Mom, you almost ruined my surprise by coming early. Look what I bought you. Oh, from Bloomingdale's. How funky. <laughs> well, it's perfectly delightful. But is it supposed to be baggy like this? Or did Kate try it on first? Oh, <laughs> Evelyn, I'm sure that baggy outfit will fit you like a glove. Okay. Is that so? Have well, a I seat, think... Evelyn. You must be tired from your long trip. As a matter of fact, I am. Maybe I should check into my hotel now. Well, I've got a better idea. Since we're leaving early tomorrow morning, why don't you stay here tonight? Rick! You know how your mother prefers to stay at the plaza. Yeah, and we wouldn't want her to go to the trouble of changing all her plans. Nonsense. I'd love to stay. Great. I'll take your bags upstairs. Are you sure, Evelyn? Yeah, you know, it's an hour to the city from here. I didn't come to see New York. I came to spend time with my son. Make yourself comfortable. I have to get Kate's bag. No, you don't, honey. What? Uh, well, I wouldn't think of leaving you alone with a guest. How sweet. <laughs> the trip can wait a few days. No, it can't wait a few days. We could lose the account. The company won't go out of business. Kate, could I see you in the kitchen for a moment? Of course. <laughs> Thank you again for letting me stay. <laughs> Mom, I got reservations at the Snow Lodge for your favorite suite. The one we used to go to when I was a kid? Suite 23, overlooking that valley. That wasn't 23, that was 32. Are you sure? Positive. 23 is a room in the east wing. When the sun comes up in the morning, it floods the room with sunlight and ruins your whole day. Honey, I can't believe you'd call off a deal you worked on for six months because of Evelyn. I don't want to leave you alone in the house with that barracuda. <laughs> barracuda? Isn't that a little strong? I was holding back. <laughs> I'm not going to be alone in the house whether Rick's going to be here. I know. She's only but... staying one night. How long do you think she needs? <laughs> you know, she still has a thing for you. Well, I don't have a thing for her. Not even a little? You were married to her. For seven days. Yeah. And I thought you said you were a pushover for her tight clothes and that perfume she used to wear. Evelyn's clothes did nothing for me. And her perfume? That was something else. <laughs> Honey, it was a long time ago. Well, not to her. I've seen the way she crinkles her nose when you make a joke. <laughs> and the way she looks you up and down like a slab of beef. Huh? <laughs> Honey, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Really? Really. You know how important this contract is to the company? After working on it for the last six months, if you let this deal fall through, you're going to hate yourself. I know. Then you know what to do. Uh-huh. Go upstairs and unpack. <laughs> you're being ridiculous! So now it seems like this is a problem for Kate. She does not want to leave her husband alone with his ex-wife. And he's like... 
there's nothing, you know, I was only married to her for seven days. And Kate's been working on this account for the last six months. If she puts off her trip for a couple days, like she says, oh, maybe I should do that. It's like, we're going to lose the account. You need to go and take care of this. It's like, and he's even saying, yeah, it's like, it's not a big deal. You know, Rick's going to be there. She's only going to be there for a night. But then again, if you're in Kate's shoes, wouldn't you, even if your husband says it's been over, it's completely over, I'm not attracted to her in any way, would you want your spouse to stay the night with your ex? With their ex, I, ooh, I don't, I don't like it any more than Kay does. And you know, guys, come on, we've seen Evelyn. We know how she is. Kate's about ready to just unpack and say, "Forget this trip. I'll just stay home because I don't." It's not that he, she doesn't trust Edward. She doesn't t- trust Evelyn. And of course, as soon as Kate leaves the kitchen, Evelyn is there at the k- kitchen stairs. And she actually changed her clothes. It even mentioned, like, oh, you know, the clothes that she used to wear and the perfume she used to wear apparently just drove you crazy. Like, you couldn't resist. And here she is, Evelyn, at the top of the stairs there, having changed her clothes. And she's like, oh, trouble in paradise? I'm like, oh, girl, what are you doing? You just came to stir stuff up. The sooner she and Rick leave on that ski trip... Which apparently he says, oh, I rented the same suite, room 23, the one that we used to rent when I was a kid, you know, the one that looked over that valley, and she, oh, no, 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 that's room number 32. Number 23, you have the sunlight just streaming, pouring into the room, and it completely upsets your day. Oh, my gosh. He offers her coffee. They sit down. He's asking about married, how's married life with you. Oh, you made it a, the second week. Wow, that's surprising. And of course, she's like, it feels like she's goading him, and she's like, oh, it didn't doesn't have as much passion and you know, passion or the drama. Apparently, she lives for both. They were married a week. How much passion and drama could you? Well, they did create their son unbeknownst to him for 12 years but still it's just like girl what are you fishing for what do you want apparently she just loves men falling all over her fawning over her that she craves that attention and that desire that want oh she brings up how they met they're at a restaurant they're both on different dates and they kept looking across the room at each other hoping their dates wouldn't get suspicious and evelyn started choking edward ran over there to give her the heimlich maneuver okay so it's like he's a white knight of course she laughs like hey you didn't even know the heimlich maneuver and of course edward laughs like yeah and you weren't even choking that was just an excuse Officially meet each other would be my guess. Oh, yeah, everyone, why is she bringing all this up? She's like, oh, one week later we were married. And Edward, of course, will say, yeah, and one week later after that we were divorced. Like, what's your point? She just wants to stroll down memory lane. She's like, yeah, but what a week. And he's like, yeah. And then he sniffs the air. She's wearing that perfume that he apparently can't get enough of. Probably what sealed the deal was that perfume. She is getting too uncomfortably close with him, putting her hand on his arm because he remembered that she wore that perfume. It's like, girl, he is a married man. You need to back off. Rick is like, hey, guess what? As he goes into the kitchen and Edward's like, out of his chair. Like, what? What? Like, I'm not cheating on your (laughs) stepmom. With my ex, with your mother. <laughs> so it turns out Rick ended up getting the correct suite, room 132. We got it for, what do you say, 10 days? Wow. A long time to spend with anybody. Glad he barely sees his mom, like, except for like once a year, but my goodness. That, that's too long to spend with any person. And eventually, Jeremy and I, I'm sure, would get on each other's nerves. I know he can get on mine. <laughs> I'm going to play this clip between Edward and Evelyn, and it's just like, oh my god, like, enough. 
I mean, you guys can even, you'll hear in her voice, it's like she wants to jump his bones. It feels like, it it looks like, just her words and her emotion emotion in her words and just her hand, oh my god. Trouble in paradise? Trouble? No. No trouble. (laughs) You want some coffee? I'd love some. So, how's married life? Not too bad. It must have been quite a thrill to make it to the second week. <laughs> well, it's not the same as when we were married. It doesn't have the passion of the drama. Ours is more of a short story than a drama. <laughs> Do you remember how we met? Mm. We saw each other in a restaurant. We kept staring at each other, hoping our dates wouldn't get suspicious. Then you started choking, and I ran over and gave you the Heimlich maneuver. (laughs) And you didn't even know the Heimlich maneuver. (laughs) And you weren't even choking. (laughs) Uh, But it worked. One week later, we were married. One week after that, we filed for divorce. (laughs) But what a week. Yeah. Don't tell me you're still wearing... Wearing what? Nothing. Oh, sweet. You remember. No, I didn't. Edward? Just what? What? What, sweet? I got the sweet. Sweet 32, we've got it for 10 days. That's marvelous, Rich. Way to go, Rich. Hey, am I interrupting anything here? No, no, son. No, no. Mom and me just having some coffee. I've got to get upstairs and help. Uh. Uh. Kate. <laughs> You'll excuse me? Sure. We can pick up where we left off later. Ew. No. Now Edward is the one that's worried, and he's rushing out to convince Kate not to go on this business trip. Like, oh, don't worry. I mean, it's not like the business is going to collapse. It's not. We're not going to go out of business if you don't make this one deal. And she, of course, is like, no, seriously, I was behaving like a schoolgirl. I really, I don't have anything to worry about. I mean, Rick's going to be here too. And Edward is just like trying to keep, it's like he knows what Evelyn is up to. It's like, so, I don't think she wants him back. I think it's just she loves toying with people's emotions. And especially, she loves the fact that she can kind of get to Edward. I think in my mind, she just likes men to fawn over her. And she knows that one time, she had Edward wrapped around her finger. And she just is enjoying this little game that she's playing. Because as soon as Kate leaves, because there's a cab outside to take her to the airport... (sighs) Evelyn is right there in the living room. Up against the door to the kitchen. It's like, good grief. She also likes the turmoil. I mean, would you even really call it turmoil between Edward and Kate? But she just likes this little mess that she's creating. I don't like it. I don't like Evelyn. I've never liked her since the moment I first saw her in season one. She gets on my nerves. What are you doing? I'm going to Chicago. No! (laughs) Edward, I'm so ashamed. I behaved like a schoolgirl thinking that you and Evelyn couldn't be left alone in the same house. What schoolgirl? Come on. No way to write my liberal husband alone would have that barracuda. (laughs) It's only natural to be upset. Oh, I'm not upset anymore. Besides, Rick will be here. Yeah, but Kate... And I spent months working on this deal. I can't just walk away from it. Why not? Come on, the company's not going to go out of business. Uh, Oh, that's my cab. Kate! I I know the next few days won't be easy, but try to make the best of it, all right? Wish me luck. Bye. Rick! Rick! 
cheesy? What? More cheesy. Three of us are going to play. What do you say? Well, you want the truth? No, get the game. More <laughs> cheesy? Yeah, it's a great game. You'll love it. You know what I want to do? Forget it. Rick wants to play part cheesy, you know how he is, he gets his heart set on something. I was only going to suggest we build a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, right. Fireplaces are so romantic. And it is a bit chilly in here. I hadn't noticed. Yeah, that was the station manager. He wants me to do a test run on the air. Tonight? Yeah, at six o'clock. Isn't that great? No, son, you can't. Dad, what's the big deal? I'll be back in a few hours. Well, yeah, but your mom just got here. Come on. She came all the way from England to see you. Nonsense. You go right ahead. But you haven't seen him in months. You're laughing at him. Richard and I will have ten days together in Vermont. And you and I haven't had any time to visit. Go ahead, dear. Thanks. Why would you, you want to nice visit time with now? your ex anyway? We're not starting a fire. <laughs> Anywhere. You know, even when Kate was getting ready, she was, you know, fixing her lipstick or whatever in the mirror, and everyone's like, oh, no woman in her right mind would leave their husband alone with the... What? He also uses Kate's term for Evelyn, calling her a barracuda. I get it. He's not nervous that something's going to happen between him and Evelyn. He knows that there's not. But he doesn't like the way she's coming on to him. So, of course, Kate leaves. Like, okay, well, can't use her as a distraction or wedge between me and my ex. Son, hey, Rick, come down here and play Parcheesi with me. You haven't, your mom flew all the way from England. And the way Rick is like, he got a phone call. They want him to do like a quick three hour set just to see how things work with an, uh, an audience and just what um, the feedback they get and everything. They want to do like a little test run. And Rick's like, that's awesome. And Edward's like, tonight you're going tonight? And he's like, yeah, dad, look, it's only for three hours. I'll be back. And the way that Rick's like getting on his coat and then Edward is just like grabbing him like, son, please, no, don't leave. It's like, dad, seriously, I have to go. And Evelyn, she's just with these, if you want to call them, semi-innuendos in a way. She's like, you know what I would like? And he's like, that's not going to happen, Evelyn. She's like, no, I'd like to start a fire in the fireplace. It's cold in here. And plus, fires are so romantic. Why would you say that to your ex? Why? Oh, she's driving me insane. I get Edward. I don't have an ex, mind you, but um, I don't like this. Go to the hotel that you're going to stay at. Stay there until it's time to leave for Vermont for the skiing, 10-day skiing trip that you guys got planned. So uh, the radio guy... Who I guess if you want to call him Rick's boss, I've already forgotten this man's name. <laughs> Hands Rick a sheet of all the songs that he has to play, the request line, also the commercials that he has to do. And Rick's like, I have to do commercials? And the guy's like, well, who do you think's paying your salary? And Rick's like, but I don't get paid. And of course the guy's like, yeah, you sound just like my brother-in-law. Okay. But the guy has Rick read one of the commercials, which is for truck driving school. And Rick just... He's really bland, but it's just almost like he's reading a piece of paper out loud to himself. But the guy's like, can you please put more emotion into it? Like, at least any emotion. Be enthusiastic. And Rick does. And the guy's like, beautiful, beautiful. Now read the next commercial. And Rick reads another one, which is for a mortuary. It's like, eh, with enthusiasm? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you need to kind of know... Depending on the commercial, which tone and emotion you need for it. I'm going to play this clip. Rick definitely does have a good voice for, for radio. Just, yeah. Now here's your playlist, your request line numbers, and your commercials. I've, I've got to do commercials? Who do you think pays your salary? I, I'm not getting any salary. <laughs> you sound like my brother-in-law. <laughs> Just read the commercial. Are you looking for a change in your life, for adventure, respect, 
a chance to be your own boss, then Truck Drivers Institute is the place for you. <laughs> oh, come on, kid. Put some life into it. It's a commercial. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Are you looking for a change in your life, for adventure, respect, a chance to be your own boss? Then Truck Drivers Institute is the place for you. <laughs> now, that's great. Read the next one. Nobody likes to talk about death, but we make it easy for you at Murphy's Mortuary. <laughs> beautiful. Just beautiful. Okay, now we get back home. This is clearly an area of the house we've not seen before. It's upstairs in the bathroom. Evelyn is waiting by the door. And Edward's using the bathroom. It's like, lady, what is your deal? You gotta be hanging outside the bathroom while he's taking a dump? Are you listening for his pee stream? What's going on? And even Edward's like, because she's like, are you still in the bathroom? He's like, who times these things? Why are you waiting outside the bathroom? That is just insane. Who does that? It's not like he's a toddler first learning how to use the toilet and you're afraid he's going to fall in, even though you want to give him some privacy. Seriously. The phone rings, of course. Who do you think it's going to be? It's probably going to be Kate checking in on Edward and Evelyn's going to answer. And she's like, oh, Edward and I were just having drinks out on the porch or something romantical like that. I am playing this clip right now, guys, because, I can't stand Evelyn to make my blood boil. Kate's calling for Edward, and Evelyn says, oh, I'm afraid he's not decent right now. I'd be like, excuse me, what did you just say about my husband? It looks like she's ready to reach through the phone and just strangle Evelyn. Believe me, I'm getting there. Edward, what are you doing in the bathroom? You've been in there for 40 minutes. Who times these things? <laughs> Hello, Evelyn. Kate, how nice to hear your voice. You sound in good spirits. Oh, I am. I feel right at home. Uh, could I speak to Edward, please? I'm afraid he's not decent right now. <laughs> no? I want to try and get him to the phone, please. My plane leaves in a few minutes. I'll do my best. Edward, you have a phone call. I'll have to call back. I'm sorry, Kate. He doesn't want to talk. (laughs) Are you sure? Edward, are you sure? I told you I didn't want to talk now. Uh, Could I speak to Rick, please? Oh, Rick isn't here. What do you mean he's not there? (laughs) Well, you know, kids... They don't like to hang around the house with adults. Any message? No, never mind. Edward, it's almost six o'clock. Rick's going to be on soon. Just in time. Yeah, I hope I can find this station. Well, that sounds like it. Believe it, Rick, a disc jockey? I can still remember when he was a little boy coming home from military school. Me too. When I first saw him, I didn't know whether to hug him or salute him. (laughs) And that was my personal favorite before New Wave became Old Wave. He sounds great. The request lines are open. Hello, you're on. Hey, Ricker, do you know yummy, 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 I've got love in my tummy? Sure, I'm no dummy. (laughs) Listen to him! Remember this? Oh, of course, a big hit. More than that, you made them play it over and over at our wedding. You. I did? This one? We had such a good time. We did? <laughs> you serious. I guess we did have a few outstanding moments. That's the way I am. Well. Edward, would you mind if I share something very personal with you. You know me, I'm always ready to talk. Well, I hope it would be more than just talk. 
Are you thirsty? My, my mouth is very dry. I'm fine. Oh, well, I think I'll... Uh... I'll be right back. you. <laughs> Yeah, hello. Uh, may I speak to Rick Stratton, please? No, I can't hold on. This is an emergency. Doing a great job, kid. Next caller sounds pretty desperate. I'll see what I can do. Once again, we're back with the Ricker. Let's go to the WYDC request lines, folks. I'm told the next caller's got it bad. Real bad. This is Rick. What's your pick? Hello, Rick. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to speak up here. I can't speak up, Rick. It's me. You have to come home right away. <laughs> uh, I'll come home right away, sir. I, 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 I don't believe I know who recorded that. I'm sorry to bother the station, but I really, this is really important. I, I need you at home. I need you at home. Great tune. Great tune. Is that your request, sir? This is not a request. This is an order, a parental order. Oh, Dad, it's only you. Oh, it's my dad, ladies and gentlemen, a real music lover. Well, uh, what you want to hear today, Dad? Am I on the air? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Listen, it's not important. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> no problem, yeah, no problem. So, Edward and Evelyn are on the couch, and she's getting a little too close for comfort, just touching his arm, putting her hand on his chest, bringing up their wedding and their reception. I don't know. Why did I think they got married on a cruise ship or something? I thought they were on a cruise ship. They fell in love, they got married, and then a week later they got divorced. No, apparently they... Oh, the cruise ship was their honeymoon. Okay. <laughs> but it, apparently... Uh, well, they're listening to Rick on the radio and he's playing that yummy, yummy, yummy I've got love in my tummy song, which immediately makes me think of The Simpsons. With Homer Simpson as a teenager sitting in that beanbag chair with those big old headphones on his head just like... Yummy, 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 I've got love in my tummy, and I feel like loving you. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> Edward played them at the reception? Are you... What? Other times? <laughs> Why is she bringing this crap up? Dude, of course, can't get away fast enough, because you're like, oh, can I tell you something personal? And it's like, uh... No, I'd rather you didn't. So he runs into the kitchen, calls up Rick, who's DJing, and eventually Edward gets that he's on the air, After he's like, son, I need you to come home. This is a parental order. And it's just like, oh my god. You heard him! He was on the air! You don't think your voice isn't gonna go through as a request? So he's like, don't worry, son, it's fine. No real problem here. And Evelyn comes in, and it's just like... Because she was sitting on the couch, because he's like, Oh, are you thirsty? I need to go get some water. And she's like, I'll be here. And she's hearing his, you know, voice on the air, and it's just like, ugh. This is just... This whole thing between Edward and Evelyn, it's just so immature and childish. He's like, every time I go into a room that you're in, you slink away. Because he's, as she's saying this, he's like trying to edge out the door in, in outside. She's like, where are you going now? He's like, I don't know as he slams the door. Rick, of course, thinks he's fired because his dad called into the station. So he grabs his coat and the guy's like, where are you going? Rick's like, home, you fired me. And it's, he's like, no, I didn't. That's the kind of banter we need on this show. A kid who skis with his mother and his father calls on the air? Yeah, that's what... This guy is, doesn't seem like it takes too much to impress this dude, but Rick apparently is the one that he's looking for to do, do this uh, teen radio station thing. Where are you going? Oh, you 
firing me, right? Don't be crazy. That was very offbeat. My father calling me on the air telling me to come home was offbeat? It's a whole new image for the station. Uh, a DJ who skis with his mother, whose father calls him on the radio. It's healthy. It's wholesome. It's just crazy enough to work. You mean... Right. You got the job. All right. Yeah, you got the job. That's great. Now we're back at home and Edward is like trying to sneak in the house. I am so over this whole whatever you want to call it between Edward and Evelyn. I'd rather watch a full half hour of Rick DJing and taking requests. Because this hoopla poopla, it's just, it's, it's dragging, it's just... Brandon, no, this episode is not like the Barbarians. I don't think any episode so far can top that one star. But I... We still have Evelyn for at least, I think, two more episodes in season five. The last one, I think, might be Mother's Day. But I'm just, I'm over it. It's not funny. This isn't funny. It's annoying. Let's find out. Uh, Edward sneaks sneaks back in into his house. And he ends up walking into Evelyn. He screams. And she's like, where have you been? It's been an hour. And he looks at his watch like, oh, really? It's been that long? And she's like, well, we have some, some unfinished business. And I think I saw some of this part before where the business is Rick. And I think she wants to take him for the summer. Or I don't even think it's for the summer. I think she just wants to take him back to England with her to live. And of course, that's not going to sit well with Edward. Like, you're not going to take my son. Like, they already went through this in season one. Come on now. And we still have some unfinished business. We do. Yes, we do. You see, Edward... Right now, my life is so incomplete. I'm sorry to hear that, Evelyn. Don't be, because you have it in your power to change it. You're the only one who can. Evelyn, this is crazy. No, I've thought long and hard about this. I have never wanted anything this much in my life. What are you touching him for? You can talk to him about touching him. Edward, I want Rick to spend some time in England this summer. Oh, it's just for summer. (laughs) What? I don't know. We've probably made plans and it's not much notice. That's what all you want is for Rick to spend some time with you? It would mean so much to me. That's all you want? (laughs) That's all. Well, sure! Why didn't you say so? He'd be all right if he spent a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks? I was hoping the whole summer. The whole summer? Well, you have him all the rest of the year, please. Well, okay, I guess be all right. It's really up to him. Oh, Edward, thank you. Oh, we're going to have such a good time. We'll go to plays, we'll visit the continent, we'll tour the museums. Oh, he's going to love it, don't you think? Uh, Yeah, well, I suppose. (laughs) Oh, England has so much to offer. After finishing prep school there, he'll be able to get into any college he wants. What did you say? That England has so much to offer. No, 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 no. The other part about the prep school. Well, that's not certain. I mean, just in case he falls in love with the place. You want Rick to live in England. Are you thirsty? My mouth is a little dry. (laughs) Oh, so all those come-ons were a ploy. Come on. Oh, come on. You know what come on's wearing that perfume slithering all over the place. <laughs> Those weren't come ons. It's the way I move. I don't believe it. You come into my house, crinkling your nose, soften me up with your cooing just so you can take my son away. Oh, for heaven's sake, he's coming over for a little vacation. Oh, we'll see about that. I don't think there's going to be any vacation. You wouldn't do that. Oh, wouldn't I? You're not being fair to Rick. Oh, who's being fair to him, tricking him into living over there? I'm not tricking him.
talking him into anything. I told you, I will gladly leave it up to him. Oh, great. That's fantastic. Force the kid to choose between his mother and his father. Mom, Dad, I'm home. Hey, I got the job. Hey, that's great, son. That's wonderful, Richard. Boy, I am a lucky guy. Lucky? Yeah, sure. I live in a great house with my dad. have lots of friends nearby. Well, then I get to go ski with mom on vacations. And now I'm a disc jockey, playing my own music. Who could be luckier? You're a lucky guy. Your mom just invited you to England for this summer. Well, that's great. Just for a few weeks. I know you want to spend most of your time back here with your friends. Like I said, I'm one lucky guy. And we're two lucky parents. Well, I'm going to go upstairs and get ready for tomorrow. Pretty good kid, huh? I guess we did one thing, right? I don't know. I think maybe he did it all by himself. <laughs> okay, that's it. Kate, what are you doing here? If you think that I am going to go to Chicago and leave you alone... Kate, what are you doing here? Uh, like I was saying, if you think that I'm going to go to Chicago and leave Evelyn, my favorite scarf, huh? <laughs> Okay. So it turns out the only, what... Evelyn really wants what she's wanted this whole time is to take Rick to England with her for pretty much the whole summer. And Edward is just so surprised. Like, oh my gosh, that's what you've been wanting this whole time? Yeah, that's fine. She could have said that without practically jumping on his leg. Because her hands are like all over him. His shoulder, his chest. Just, ugh. And it turns out it's a little more than that. She talks about prep schools and a possible college. And Edward's like, wait a minute. I thought you said it was just for the summer. Why are you talking about prep schools? And, of course, they get into an argument about the fact that, uh... Of course, Edward's upset. He doesn't like the idea of her taking his son away to another country. Or just even taking him away at all. I mean, they have joint custody, and Rick is 15. And Edward at one point is yelling at her, like, are you really going to let, have our son choose between us? Like, he's going to choose between his mother and his father? You really think that's right? And of course, Rick comes back home, and he hears them fighting. He goes in there and says, hey, guess what? I'm home. I got the job. And they're congratulating him. And Edward's like, hey, your mom wants you to come to England this summer. And she's like, yeah, just for a couple weeks, because I know you want to spend it with your friends. And Rick is just talking about how, what a lucky guy he is, just to be able to spend time, you know, live with his dad, go skiing with his mom and do all these things, you know, and he's got the job as a DJ now. I don't think we're ever going to see any more of that after this. I think that is something that he does and he never talks about it, would be my guess. But then again, like I said, I've not seen these episodes, so I don't know. Of course, we see Edward and Evelyn in a tender moment where she takes his hand and they talk about the one good thing that they did that they created was their son. And of course, that is the moment that Kate comes in and they're like, what are you doing here? And, of course, Rick comes down because he went upstairs to pack for, you know, tomorrow for his ski trip. And he comes down and says, Kate, what are you doing here? And then, of course, she figures, like, oh, okay, I was worrying for nothing. She grabs her scarf. You think I'd let Evelyn here alone with my favorite scarf? And then she leaves. (laughs) And that's how the episode ends, pretty much. I mean, I I thought it was good. You know, the DJing part and everything like that. The whole thing between Edward and Evelyn. You guys heard me complain about it enough. I was not here for it. i just like, I'm over it. I've been over it. This is ridiculous. Should That's what she wanted the whole time? Why was she coming on to Edward like that? And don't tell me that she was. Because 
He's like, you think wearing your perfume and walking around like a snake or whatever, snake charm, I don't know. And she's like, oh, that's the way I walk. Baloney. No. No ex does that to their ex. No person does that to their ex-husband unless they want to get back together. I mean, if what's with all these mixed signals that you're sending him? Edward, seriously, you need to man up and put your foot down. Like, I see what you're doing, and I don't like this. I'm a married man. (laughs) He's acting like a kid. Like, afraid that some girl's gonna come up and kiss. I was like, dude, stop it. Alright, now we get to... The next episode, so next week, season four, episode 22, entitled A Family Affair, which aired on March 16th, 1986. In this episode, Rick is dating a girl named Janine. Or is it Jeannie? I can never tell. And when they have a spat, her father wants to see Edward. Dexter tells him that he might be connected to the mob. And when he arrives, he tells Edward to tell Rick to apologize to his daughter. Edward refuses, but when a strike at one of his companies is settled after the man tells him it would work out, Edward thinks he made the union settle so that Edward would be beholden to him. (laughs) The word beholden. All right. All right, now I'm going to tell you where you can find the podcast on social media, on Facebook at Together We're Going to Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast, or just type in Silver Spoons podcast and the podcast page will pop right up. Also on Instagram at Silver Spoons podcast. Also, the best places that you can listen to the podcast will be iTunes, and SoundCloud, and Podbean. And you're going to search for the Punky Power Podcast, because that's where you're going to find all four seasons of Silver Spoons is going to be up there, along with all four seasons of Punky Brewster that I've covered as well. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you'd like to support it, you can go to iTunes, to the Punky Power Podcast, and leave a review. Also, subscribe so you don't miss an episode.